Good afternoon and welcome to the annual meeting of the Personnel Committee of the San Francisco County Transportation Authority. I have the dubious distinction of being chair of this panel and my name is Aaron Peskin and I'm joined by the Vice Chair of the Personnel Committee and the Vice Chair of the County Transportation Authority, uh, Commissioner Katie Tang to my right and uh, member of the committee, Commissioner Jane Kim to my left. Uh, this is going to be their last personnel committee. Um, and with that, I have called the roll. Our clerk is Mr. Alberto Quintanilla. Mr. Quintanilla, if you could read item number two, the minutes of last year's personnel committee meeting. Item two, approve the minutes of the November 28th, 2017 meeting. This is an action item. Is there any public comment on the minutes of November 28th, 2017? Seeing none, we will close public comment. Is there a motion to approve said minutes? Made by Commissioner Kim. Uh, Mr. Taylor, in the parlance of the Board of Supervisors, we don't do seconds on committees, but I bet you have a different theory here. Out of an abundance of caution, we do commi seconds on, we do seconds. Commissioner Tang, would you second that motion, please? And colleagues, on that motion, we will take that without objection. The minutes of the November 28th, 2017 meeting are approved. Next item, please. Item three, recommend revised job classification, salary structures, and updated organization chart. This is an action item. Thank you, Mr. Quintanilla. Good afternoon, Ms. Fong, and thank you for all of your work on this packet that I know all three members of this panel have read. Uh, the Deputy Director for Finance and Administration, the floor is yours. Thank you for the introduction, and I appreciate you notif noticing how much work has gone into this. Uh, Cynthia Fong, Deputy Director for Finance and Administration. Um, the item before you is uh, an item we only take every few years. Our goal is to optimize personnel recruitment and retention by compensating employees fairly and equitably and remaining competitive with uh, similar agencies. Uh, our last compensation was in 2012 where the board had approved uh, increases to all staff um, at the TA at that time. We had also had a compensation study in 2015 where only a handful of positions had been revised and that those were mainly due to the engineering positions and the uh, planning series positions. Um, this year, we again uh, took a look at the compensation study and um, competitively procured a company named the Pendolino Group. We actually have Brenda uh, Tan here with us today in case you have any questions about the data or the methodology in collecting the data. Uh, they are a human resource consulting firm experiencing compensation, employee benefit service and analysis, and they are located in the Bay Area. And we have used them in the past. We have not used them in the past. This is the first time we have used them. Oh. So we put out a competitive bid, and this is, this is what we like to see, bids that come in, and at times we do make a modification of who we work with. Um, now, in terms of the item that we have before you, um, we also took it upon ourselves to update the job descriptions. There are 42 job descriptions in your packet as well. The last time we updated these job descriptions were in 2006. So we felt like it was a good time to take a look at these as well as the first part of this process before looking into the compensation. Um, we are also creating six new proposed positions in this item. They are administrative engineer, assistant deputy director for capital projects, public policy manager, principal, um, program analyst, graphic designer, and director of communications. The reason for that is we wanted to create um, growth pathways for staff to progress within the agency, since this is not something we take to the board every year. 
the total size of the agency would still um, remain at 46 positions. Uh, there was no increases, but this explains why you see 42 positions um, in the uh, proposed uh, job descriptions. Uh, in terms of methodology survey, uh, the market survey methodology, we took a look at uh, nine comparator agencies. They are Alameda County Transportation Commission, Bay Area Rapid Transit District, Contra Costa Transportation Authority, the Metropolitan Transportation Commission, Orange County Transportation Authority for only the two TIMA positions we have, the TIMA um, Program Manager and TIMA System Manager, Riverside County Transportation Commission for the TIMA positions as well, uh, the San Francisco Municipal Transportation Agency and the City and County of San Francisco, San Mateo County Transportation Authority, Santa Clara Valley Transportation Authority, and we took a look at two non-public sources. Uh, they are the Radford Global Technology Survey uh, used for technology positions, and those positions in our, in our agency are the modelers. And we also took a look at data from the American Society of Civil Engineers, their 2018 uh, salary report. Uh, in addition to that, we, we, in terms of the results, Pendolino concluded that our salaries are below the median maximums of all the comparator agencies. Uh, in general, they range between 1 to 25 percent, and we have an attachment that actually lists this all out. Um, I'm more than happy to walk you through the attachments, but we can do that at the end if you like. Uh, are you referring to this attachment? Yes, I am. So the only question, or maybe not the only question I have about that attachment is, just relative, and you and I had an offline conversation about um, uh, salary savings due to vacant positions and impact starting January 1 of this fiscal year um, would be reduced because of positions that have been held vacant or have not been filled. Um, but the that's not what I was going to get at. What I was going to get at is that um, on page 8 of the staff report, there is a representation that um, uh, the average increase in salary expenditures would be approximately 5%. Yes. And I don't understand that because if you look at this chart, um, virtually every position uh, at the minimum salary side of the range goes up by at least 5%, if not, and some of them, as we've discussed, um, by much higher percentages. So I don't understand how they could average out at 5%. So the data shows a higher percentage of what the market rate is showing. That 5% represent what the agency can afford within its budget for the, for the compensation, for the adjusting the salaries. The average adjustment is 200, the total adjustment would be about 217,000 and that's 5% more than what we're projecting as our actual uh, cost for personnel right now. Got it. So in other words, you would overspend that budget category by $217,000, but compensate for that and not need a change to your budget by virtue of the fact that there are these vacant positions where you have salary savings. Correct. Okay. So I'll proceed on unless anyone else has questions on this attachment one. Commissioner Tang. Oh, sorry, I was going to wait till later, oh, but um, I, I guess on the chart, I was just wondering what inactive meant in the classification status. That um, was... Oh. Um, that was just what I was previously referring, that we were creating positions so there would be growth pathways for the staff. So, for instance, um, we have one, um, we have a program analyst series. We have one 
program analyst position only, but we had created a program a staff program analyst, a senior program analyst, and a principal program analyst um, in preparation in the future if there was a need for advancement. Okay, so I guess I was just confused between the difference between inactive and proposed then, because proposed sounded like to me that those were ones where those positions maybe didn't exist before? Correct, they didn't exist before. Okay, but then inactive means? Inactive is they existed, but they are not filled right now. And they won't, there's no intention of being filled. Then position. what does vacant mean? Vacant is a position we intend to fill that is, hasn't been filled yet. Okay, all right, thank you for that clarification. And can you help me out on the reclassification of the Director of Communications can you elaborate on that a little bit? Yes, so we have, uh, on the third attachment, we have an org chart there, and it shows you the total uh, positions yes. for the agency. Yes, which is 46 positions. On that document, it indicates uh, a category called reclassification under each of the uh, divisions. We are reclassifying a position in the planning division, a planner, and reclassifying that to a director of communications up in the executive division. And that's more so to fit our work program needs. And can you help me, because there's a senior communications officer who appears to be above the director of communications, is that correct? Which uh, position is Mr. Young's position? Senior communications officer. So what's the difference between a senior communications officer and a director of communications? The the director of communications would oversee the work of the senior communications officer. Got it. So you would now, in that division, basically have two folks. We would have, we currently have two folks right now, but there are four, four levels um, in that. The levels are director of communication, senior communication officer, communication officer, and in that, in that group there would be a graphic designer as well. So uh, not to publicly talk about personnel issues, but I presume your senior communications officer would become your director of communications. Is that correct? Okay, thank you. We would put that position out for recruitment uh, if needed. Okay, um, any more questions on the attachments before I continue on? Uh, Commissioner Kim? Um, sorry, I just want to make sure I understood this because uh, uh, you s stated this in your presentation. The chart has 46 full-time positions. Uh, the organization, organization chart, uh, the attachment three has 46 positions. Those are 46 board-approved FTA positions. The last time uh, the board saw this was in 2016, and the same, it was the same number as 46. Um, and we're approving 42 job classifications. Yes, that's correct. The discrepancy between the number is because we have more than one transportation planner. We have more one senior transportation planner we may have two principal Oh, I'm so sorry, the, the, the categories. There's 42 different categories and there's 46 FTE. Yes. And of the categories, um, four are inactive, meaning that you don't intend on filling them. Yes, they're also inactive. We may not fill that position, but there is three levels of the position for one person to potentially fill. And you have seven current of your 46 vacant. Correct. And, and, and we can talk about this later, but I did note that the salaries did appear lower um, at SFCTA, um, particularly for executive director than others. 
um, in other agencies. But I also noticed that our FTEs are significantly higher than everybody else, which made me question if we were a little top heavy or staff administrative heavy. So I, I do want to have that conversation because I do want to make sure that every dollar is being spent on the transit improvements that our voters want to see. And so while I do want to have discussion about making sure our salaries are on par with other agencies and that um, I also want to make sure that we're not too staff heavy, if we don't need to be, and maybe there's a good reason for it, but I was just, uh, I noted that we were um, larger than ACTC, which has a revenue budget of 351 million, and we have 125 million, so. Yeah. Um, if it's okay with the commission, I'd like to have this conversation during the executive director's um, presentation of uh, 2018 accomplishments and 2019 objectives. Okay. Okay. Um, anything else? Then I will proceed. Thank you. Um, so where I left off was um, based on the, the study recommendations. Um, the recommendation is to increase the salaries as you just saw on attachment one. Uh, Pendolino also noticed that our ranges were approximately 35% or ranged up to 35% and suggested that we create ranges of 38%. So that's what we have done here in the attachment. Uh, so based on the study results and recognizing that the market conditions in San Francisco are highly competitive, we worked with Pendolino Group to come up with the structure. Uh, the revised structure is intended to provide a level of compensation reflected of the marketplace and to retain uh, employees with fitting within the agency's budget and the agency's means, and to allow for flexibility for um, us to promote within if, if there were an opportunity to do so. Um, it's also important to note, um, again, that the last survey, some of the positions you'll see on the chart um, go back till 2012. That was the last update. And we also have some 2014s when the positions were created, when I have previously brought that to the um, past board meetings. And we have some 2016, which is the last, 2015, which is the last compensation survey we have. Uh, we also noted that there were four positions um, here that fell below the minimum of the minimum of the salary range for at the agency. Um, we would like to bring those positions up to the minimum and adjust them at the correct level that they should be where they're currently standing in. Uh, you, uh, we've also talked about a handful of reclassifications. And just to repeat that, we are reclassifying two senior, um, re taking two senior transportation planners, two transportation planners, an administrative engineer, a senior engineer position, and realigning them closer to what our work program needs are by reclassifying them to a director of communications, a principal transportation planner, a public policy manager, an associate engineer, and an assistant deputy director for capital projects. And with that, um, I'm more than happy to go over fiscal impacts unless there's any, unless there's any questions right now. So you're data. referring to the fiscal impact note on page eight? Yes. So just, just to recap, uh, those four positions that fall below the minimum, we estimate that that's approximately 17,000 to raise them up to the minimum. In addition, um, we'd like to realign staff positions to the approximate position that currently ho hold, and that would cost approximately $200,000 for a total of $217,000 between the two. And, and just to be clear, Ms. Fong, this is for a half a year. This is for half of a year, okay. and this would be effective December 31st, uh, 2018, at the beginning of a payroll period. Uh, now, the reason we were able to um, not adjust our fiscal year adopted 1819 budget is 
like you specified earlier, there are two positions that we thought we would have hired by now. That's the TIMA, um, TIMA pro program manager and the principal engineer. The principal engineer was noted in our Schoberg um, Evershank consulting review as a position that they thought we should be should have filled um, since the person retired a few years ago. And then the, only, the reason we haven't filled the TIMA program manager is because the project um, timeline has shifted a year to now 2021. And with that, I'm happy to take more questions. Colleagues, questions from Ms. Fong. <clears throat> okay, is there any public comment on this item number three? Seeing none, public comment is closed. Um, before we vote on this, maybe we can have our closed session discussion so that some of Commissioner Kim's questions can be answered. So at this stage, um, I would like to convene in closed session. So Mr. Quintanilla, if you could do the appropriate things, or I don't know if Mr. Taylor, you want to say anything about what government code we are, government code section 54957 concerning the evaluate, evaluation of the performance of the executive director, if I can get that out of my mouth. Um, and say that again, Stan? Thank you. So. Uh, Pursuant to that section of the government code, we will be convening in closed session. Okay. Oh, Sorry. Commissioner Kim. Uh, I mean, uh, com <laughs> Commissioner Tang. <laughs> um, so I just wanted to know, I think we did this in the past, but just to have in open session, though, the um, portion where our director is just um, going over her um, proposed objectives for 2018, whether she met or didn't meet those, and then we go into closed session when it's time to discuss the uh, salary and benefits. No. We, no, do that? I we, we, we have identified this as a closed session item. It would oh. go be open session during the full board meeting if it were to move beyond this committee. Okay. But because All we've right. already Got it. put it down as closed session. All right. With that, All Mr. Right. Quintanilla, work your magic. Uh, item four, closed session item, evaluation of public employee performance and recommended approval of the executive director's performance objectives for 2019. This is an action item.
SFGovTV, San Francisco Government Television.
SFGovTV, San Francisco Government Television.
SFGovTV, San Francisco Government Television. SFGovTV, San Francisco Government Television.
SFGovTV, San Francisco Government Television.
to the same standard. They, they can hear this downstairs. <laughs> and I assume that door is unlocked, correct? It's open. Okay, we will reconvene in open session. Um, and uh, before we report out from our closed session, why don't we go back to item number three, which is the recommendation of the re revised job classification, salary structures, and updated organization chart. Uh, and thank you, Ms. Fong, for your presentation. Um, is there a motion uh, for to move this item forward to the full San Francisco County Transportation Authority Commission. So moved. Moved by Commissioner Kim, seconded by Commissioner Tang. So that vote is unanimous. Uh, we will now move on to item uh, number, uh, well, let, we will take a motion not to disclose what was discussed in closed session, motion made by Commissioner Kim and seconded by Commissioner Tang, and we will take that without objection. And then with regard to item number five, uh, it is my um, honor and pleasure to uh, say that the personnel committee met in closed session to discuss the performance evaluation and recommended approval of the executive director's performance objectives for 2019 and found the work of the executive director, Ms. Chang, to be exceptionally good. Um, and in closed session, the personnel committee took action to recommend an annual compensation for the executive director in 2019 uh, in the amount of a 4.5% wage increase. Um, is there a motion to recommend annual compensation for the executive director for 2019? I'm sorry, that is the action that took place? I'm it, should, it should be taken. I'm sorry. The mic's I will, not, mic's I will, not working. It's on. It's on. No problem, Stan. I will. Yeah. Uh, is there a motion to recommend annual compensation for the executive director for 2019 with a 4.5% wage increase in the total amount of $254,863.22? So Moved by Commissioner. Kim, seconded by Commissioner Tang, and that will be a unanimous recommendation to the full Transportation Authority Commission's meeting for Tuesday, the 11th of December. And seeing no other, oh, is there any general public comment? Seeing none, general public comment is closed. And Ms. Fong. Uh, just a correction, uh, you stated, let me just confirm the amount, 254,863. Dollars and twenty-two cents. I'm sorry, I'm dyslexic. Six hundred and eighty-three dollars and twenty-two cents. Thank you for the correction. Thank you. Seeing no further business before this committee, we are adjourned. Thank you very much to the committee.